What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bring you incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is a writer, lyricist, photographer, podcast creator. He's well-traveled, seasoned, Midwestern kid who began his third act in life for himself and in that for others too. Mm -hmm. 14 months ago, he traded his suit in for a van, a mic, some questions, and started his own traveling podcast called The Jar. Please welcome Ken Stearns. Ken? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yay. (laughs) Put in the the, uh, canned clapping. Deanna, thanks for having me on the show. It's great great to be here. Thanks for being here. I mean, this is what, like that whole intro is has got a lot to it. There's a lot of meat there, a lot to unpack. So yeah. I love that you traded your suit in for a van and you're kind of like on this whole journey. And, you know, as a podcast host, what we do, I think is so important by yeah. sharing our conversations to help help others. Right. We're trying. Yeah. To yes, them. really. It's. Yeah, and it's been um, so the the concept of the the jar the the show I've got it's called the Jar Podcast, and essentially, I took a book that I wrote and crafted four hundred and forty four okay. questions from the book. Okay, and and the the topics are just twelve, just basically twelve topics. You know, it's about your past, how you think about your past, your present, your future. Uh, then it's about how you deal with other people with acceptance and compassion and forgiveness, how you kind of go through humanity with um, karma, love, and service, you know, how you take care of the, the people around us, uh, not just our direct people. And then, um, then you know, faith, hope, and prayer, Yeah, you know, those, those last kind of, you know, com- kind of spiritual side of it. Yeah. And so there's, there's just 12 topics, but I created 444 questions, printed them out, put them in this big jar, and we sit down with people and let them let their story, their personal story, come out through these human questions. Wow. And so it's just it's such a magical moment, you know, when I sit down and they pull the first question. Mm-hmm. And there's just, I call it that instant regret, you know, where they're like, oh my God, these questions are real. Yeah. And, you know, they're like heavy. And there's no, you know, what's your favorite color? It just right. goes straight into what's, you know, when was the last time you said, I love you? Or when was the last time somebody said, I love you? Yeah. Um, you know, these kind of questions, which really bring out uh, the human side of people and allows us to kind of connect in a special way during the during the show. Yeah, I love that. So do you do a lot of in-person episodes? or is Everything's all- in person. Oh, okay, great. I so love um, yeah. yeah, so I started uh, the... The idea of the show, I'm a, I'm a bit of a kind of a goal setter, I guess, you know, from corporate life. And that that kind of stuck back at me, kind of poked me back my own self. Yeah. And I created a 111 city tour. Wow. So I'm going across 111 cities in the United States, started the Pacific Northwest, went to the, the Northeast, and I'm now at the bottom of the seaboard. And um, 444 people is my is my target. And I'm about halfway. Halfway on both. So how do you and all face to face? Yeah, I love I love it. I think this is so great. And how do you pick your guests? We a combination. So a little bit we do a Facebook ad. Okay. So we're you know we'll, we'll put an ad in Facebook that says the jar is coming to Atlanta. Be a guest. 
That's cool. And we get some great organic conversations in there. Um, sometimes I go through LinkedIn and I'll target particular people I may want to, you know, or an industry or, or kind of an angle I want to, I want to create. So I curate a little bit. Sure. And then the last one is I, I randomly do when well, I'm traveling by myself yeah. and, and I'm, st- I'm, I'm not living in the van. I've, I've used the van as a kind of a travel buddy and a storage place, stay in hotels and I eat out alone. I go down to the restaurant alone. And I often, I, so I sit down with people and I have this business card, which has questions on it. And I'll ask people, I'll spread them out and kind of go question of the day. Would you like a question of the day? Sure. And I'll meet people in bars and restaurants and we'll chit chat. And, you know, the next night I'm at their house sitting down with the jar. So this is very um, different. I mean, so all my fellow podcasters that are out there, if you're listening, I mean, Ken has created something that's very unique to what mm-hmm. we do, because a lot of us are doing it via Zoom like we are right now. Yeah. You know, and it's all, I mean, most, most podcasts are only audio, but I like the, to mm. do video as well for myself, but I, I think it's so much better when you have an interview in person because the connection is more strong. And I feel like yes. if through the video portion of it, people can see that it's a little bit more powerful with the, with the conversations. Yeah. We run a little video action, you know, so it's an audio podcast, but I do, we do a lot of shorts and I have a little iPhone yeah. uh, that I take a picture of the, a video of the part of the guest. Um, I'm going to add to that a couple more cameras on the second half okay. because it is the conversation's powerful and it is, you know, the in-person part, Deanna does, especially with these topics. Yeah. Um, and the dialogue, you know, can be quite emotional. I mean, some of the stories I've heard are quite powerful. Um, you know, yeah. there's some, there's some, there's some tough stories out there. You know, there is, there's some real, tough things people have gone through in the last couple of years. And a lot of that's come out on the show. It's been quite interesting. It's powerful for people to share the story and it's powerful to hear it. Yeah, I agree. It makes people realize that they're not alone if they're going through something, you know, that they think. So true. (laughs) This is the closing message that I get from, from so many guests. Yeah. One of the messages you're not alone. Yeah. Well, we're not. We're really not. I mean, I think that when we're in that bubble, when we're going through a hard time, we think that we're so alone because it's like, yes. how do we get out? It feels so dark and so mm. lonely and so empty and, or not empty, but it's just it's overwhelming. And so I think that when people are in that state, that emotional state, it's hard to think that, oh, someone else is going through this too, you know? Yes. But I think once you get to that point of realizing you're not alone, other people struggle. I think that's when you have real growth that happens with you. You know, yeah. and you have, and you're able to be compassionate towards other when you're in that state. You know what oh, I mean? Interesting. When you do realize you're not alone, oh yeah, you would have tremendous compassion because yeah. you look at people and you're thinking, you know, you're on the bus. Yeah, you're on the airplane. Trust me, there are. You know, you don't have to reach very far to find somebody who's struggling. So, you know, a little grace when we're traveling, a little grace with our with our friends, our neighbors, people we don't know. We don't know what people are going through. And that's hard. It's hard to get to that point because, you know, we're so, I think as a society, we're so self-involved. So if we can get to that point where we are being gracious towards others and showing some compassion in it, it helps, just helps us overall. (laughs) I know it took me a long time to get there because man, I've talked there several times in my life. I felt the, the sky was falling and I'm like, you know, and I'm not proud of it, but in those moments, if I had to go out into the store, I was not, <laughs> I was not a very friendly person because I, I just did, you know, my, my life was crumbling around me, you know? And so right. like, how do you deal with that? But now, now as I've grown and stuff, but I want to know why traveling, what made you want to trade in your suit, get a van and start traveling? 
Yeah, you know, is that corporate? Um, part of it was kind of a combination of things, Deanna. Um, one was getting out of corporate. Yeah. You know, what's your exit strategy for getting out uh, as opposed to, you know, me retiring at 65 or 67. And so when I was in my late 50s, it was that, what am I going to do for my third act? Yeah. You know, what am I going to do when I'm 70? What do I, what do I want to be doing? Do I, you know, and I'm not going to be sitting in a rocking chair or, or I mean, I might be writing and sure. doing something. So, but it's, what is that? What's going to enable me to keep working? What career, what ideas can I do? And, and I thought, you know, this writing the book was part of that. And on it, the, that was intentional. Uh, I think I shared with you before I picked up guitar in my late fifties and used that to start writing, uh, Wow. The book as well that kind of helped with the book and lyrics. And so I really ended up in a creative space. Um, and that's kind of, you know, how I ended up here was opening up, being intentional to get out, being yeah. intentional and and kind of what I call these parallel lanes yeah. of activities, you know, writing this and writing that and trying to plan um, to be a public speaker and try to plan to be a podcaster. And none of them were connected. Hmm. And then all of a sudden they were intertangled. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And so I think it's a great message for people is do intentional things. You don't have to know the outcome. Yeah, that's true. Do do good things. I mean, of course, you know, intentionally good things and right. things for oh, yourself yeah. uh, or things for other people. Um, but things that have some potential outcome that you may not, it may not be clear, but as long as it's in the right direction, something good will happen. Magical happen. Yes, it does. I am a testament to that. Like I personally, like I don't, I don't have any interest in going back to corporate. I don't fit. <laughs> I just don't fit. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I uh, can't see you in corporate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First of all, I don't know if I go for my hair, but whatever. That's not, that's neither here nor there, but um, we need people in corporate, right? We need people to, oh, to absolutely. Fuel, fuel that machine or, because that's what, you know, fuels the economy. And there's and our, amazing people people in corporate too. Yeah. But there's a, there's a, there's some of us that just don't belong and we have a, a different purpose a, a, yeah. a different calling and I think that you know for me me losing like losing my my job over a year ago was probably the best thing that ever happened. I was able to really put myself full force into this into something yeah. that I love and I've been able to grow it to something that is almost sustaining me. We're not quite there yet, but I just fully believe in what I do and I love it so much. I love having these impactful conversations with incredible people like yourself that the magic just continues to happen and flow. And you know at this is it, right? You're, yeah. you're open, you're open to it. I give it all to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my faithful friends. This episode is brought to you by Brian Tracy. That's right. New York Times bestselling author, internationally renowned success expert, thought leader, and one of the best professional speakers today. We are offering you a six-figure speaker free ebook. This course is designed for those who want to learn, develop, or improve the skill set required to speak confidently and effectively in front of an audience. So if you are one of these people, don't hesitate on this free offer and go click the link in bio. That's okay. I'm just curious, though, how long do you plan on traveling for? Uh, the idea is to get, so the idea is to do the 400 interviews right, right. and 100, 111 cities. So it looks like it's going to be early fall. Uh, I took a break at Christmas, lasted okay. longer than I thought, <laughs> longer than I planned. Wow. Okay. Uh, 
but it's been great because it's been a creative. I took a break for for the right reasons. And yeah. um, first it was family, catch up with family. And then the other one was just to reassess where I was at halfway through. Yeah. Um, and so I'll start back. I'll start back in about two weeks and I'll finish probably around September. To do the full 400? Yeah. So where, yeah. what number are you at now? 200. Did oh, 200. So you're halfway there. Okay. Ha I'm halfway there. Oh, I'm wow. halfway there. Very I'm halfway cool. there. 200 interviews. I mean, when I finished in December, I thought, man, wow, that's a, I, you know, I, I imagined a lot. I mean, I'm yeah. a big, I'm a big believer in, you know, thinking through things and imagining and, and, you know, knowing, feeling, having this moment of I'm halfway through. What did that yeah. feel like? Where was I? What part of the country was I at? What did it feel? And all of a sudden I went, wow, I, I am halfway through. Holy cow. That did happen. How did that happen? You know, I just, oh, yeah. And when did you start? I started April 4th. Uh, of last so I, year? Yeah, 4 4 22. Wow. So I started April 4th in uh, in Olympia, Washington. Okay. Yeah. And I uh, started with Pastor Carl. And I, I went from I went from a super conservative uh, Christian guy to a, a Antifa person. Uh, oh my. To uh yeah. <laughs> like oh my. my first two interviews were on the were on the opposite ends. And it's great because they're both such great people. Yeah. I mean, like, like I I have been in so many different houses and homes, apartments with people who I would completely politically, socially, spiritually, probably you know, be on the opposite side of an argument. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's 100% be on the opposite side of an argument. Politically, we're on the other end of a spectrum. And here we are. But you get in and talk about things in the jar, human yeah. things. Right. And man, we are all alike. Yes. Yeah. We, we certainly are. So do you actually bring a jar and I'll have them pick a question? Did I, oh, well, see, last time, I, I think um, I'll, un, I'll unblur my background. Okay. Let's see. Oh, so do I, can I virtually pick one and see? What wanna, let's pick you a question. Yeah. Let's pick your question. You can so throw it back was, in there afterwards, you know, if you need yeah, to. Yeah. So I was um I was I was just showing Deanna the jar. So I did it is a, a really long backside story to this. Uh but the jar, I had four jars commissioned. Okay. So this is a real it's a real jar for the show. Oh, okay. This is oh, this is a lovely a, a soft, you got a kind of a softball. Okay. What's the sweetest thing anyone has done for you? The sweetest thing. Oh wow! So my fiance now is probably the be best man I've ever been with, and he—I love it. He does sweet things for me every day, like since I've met him. And so I—I I can't really pinpoint one thing because yeah. he's always so kind, and you know, I mean, that's obviously that's why we're getting married. <laughs> but I um, love it. God, I don't like. I'm drawing a blank. What's one thing? I mean, just opening the door for me when we go out, just simple things like, you know, I, I think just that he's the sweetest guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's a good question. I like that one. One more. One more. Sure. Let's do we it. We got time. We got time. Yeah. We got time. Ooh. Okay. Now a little bit better. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Why do you think it's so hard for some people to let go of their past, mm. their yesterdays? I think, and so this is a really good one. I hate living mm, I love this. personally, but and I think people get so comfortable with where they were 
and that it's hard for them to face their future or sometimes mm-hmm. even their present because it's not as comfortable and it could be scary for them. So, you know, like people that never like oh. left high school, you know, they're still living in that high school. <laughs> oh, that's like, right. They've yeah. never grown. Like, you know, like they, I think that there was something so maybe for that type of person, something so great, like they peaked in high school. And so now they're the rest of their life has never been as good. Yes. Whereas, you know, I, I like to look at it differently. Like, I feel like the best is yet to come. You know, I think that there's these people that are stuck in the past are, are they aren't growing spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Totally. And you're able to take, let that go and kind of take all your lessons learned and appreciate mm-hmm. it. Like that's part of your journey. That's not your destination. Right. And yes, so it's I part think, of the journey, right. We should all be aiming to grow and be better. You know, being stuck in the past isn't going to do you any favors. Yeah, and and, I, and I, my experience too is is all of that. And some you you the part you said earlier about you know the they're stuck in it because it's either comfortable, yeah. Um, and some people are stuck in the past of bad things. Yes, you know right. They're they're stuck with something that happened to them, to them, right? Yeah. Kind of air quotes to them. Um, you know when we all know that just stuff happens and you got to move on. You know you have to you have to just grin and bear it i don't know what the the right phrase is but it's the past yeah and it's over yeah yeah i choose to leave the i haven't had the easiest life and i choose to look at it like lessons learned and mm. i don't want to live there anymore because that's <laughs> yeah. that's just toxic you know like I, <laughs> this is the thing right like really you really still want to live there as well yeah exactly yeah uh. no um so tell us how the jar like where the idea of the jar came from um, this is one of those struggle questions. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I was a bit, I, I'll give you the funny version of it because <laughs> okay. I don't know the answer. Um, it, it, the, the reality is it was back to those, these parallel things I was doing, these, these intentional things, and they all came together. Okay. Um, but I'll, I'll give you the funny, I'll give you the uh, more jokey version The the, the one that I kind of giggle about now, which is the, the title of the book I wrote is called Dear God. Yes. And it's a spiritual, it's a spiritual book. You know, I lived in, I lived in every major religions country, uh, for several years. Uh, I lived overseas. I lived in a Buddhist country, a Hindu country, a Muslim country, a country with no religion. Yeah. And I grew up a Catholic altar boy. Okay. So I had, you know, when I when, by the time I finished my Asia tour, I believed in everything and nothing. You know, yeah. <laughs> I believed in all the religions and none of them, all at the same time. Um, so I wrote all these letters to God, kind of testing my ideas about yesterday's, about love, about faith, about you know forgiveness. So I wrote all these questions, these letters, like, dear God, what is forgiveness? And then I would, and I had all these ideas what it would be to me, what it meant to me at this point in my life, and then. God said, yeah, well, okay, well, then, yeah, I'm not going to, you go around and ask your fellow humans what it means. Yeah. So I wrote the book, and then God sent me on the tour, you know, it's kind of the joke in, in a way, right? But it's, it, I think that's beautiful. But the universe is like this. Yeah. Now that we know, right? We know yeah. now the universe actually, sorry, I lost my seat. Um, okay. But I think this is, it's a, it's a beautiful kind of version of it, right? Which is, I like it. I'm I'm curious what I mean, I'm Christian, my mom was raised Catholic, so I'm familiar with those religions, know a little bit about Hindu, Buddhist, and mm. is, is Islamic, but what are a lot of those three, Hindu, Buddhist, and Islamic, what were um, 
some surprising, maybe a surprising fact that you learned about the, that one of those those religions. Yeah, individually. Yeah. yeah, individually. I think living in Indonesia was a was really interesting to me okay. um, because I went through a couple of seasons, a couple of Ramadans, and yeah. um, just the culture of it, right around the the family, the spirituality of it, and what it meant. You know, the fasting period, what Ramadan, and learning. You know, learning what the culture and the religion together. Sure. Um, so I really the beautiful part about coming together. You know, they break the way they break fast, the way they go yeah. into fast, and and what it meant in the prayer times and stuff. Just very beautiful to me because it was very family. Yeah. Uh, and and community. I was very community based, and I, and I thought and that was a way to bring people together, uh, which was quite interesting. And it wasn't, you know, there was no. They don't have the God part of fear, like the Christian side of it. There's not that guilt side, Christian side. It's a little bit different. Um, yeah. It's more, it's more communal. So very interesting. Um, Thailand, very spiritual, but very private. Mm. You know, how do you um, mean? You know, until they don't wear it on their sleeve. I'm oh. Buddha's everywhere. I mean, yeah. Buddha's everywhere. Right. Yeah. So there it's, that's there. Um, but nobody is religious now until you go to the temple. And mm. when you go to the temple with Thai people, they know how to pray. They have a very specific way to pray to Buddha and the way that they interact in the temple surprised me because it's very not religious in a way. Yeah. Even though it's, yeah. the country is very, you know, it's Buddhist. It's not a religion. Um, but when you go to the temple, they have a way to pray. And so I was like, Oh, caught me by surprise. Yeah. That would, yeah. That's interesting. You know, um, those two, they didn't, you know, it was like a little bit opposite. I mean, Vietnam and Hong Kong, I mean, more Vietnam, so no yeah. religion. Yeah. Oh, God. No. Huh. Uh, and, you know, it's interesting when you talk about how you look at life there, it's it's self. Yeah. Family, country. Hmm. It's no God. It's no God in the concept. It's very wild. And yeah. then Hindu, you know, and then Hindu living in and and traveling and working in India for more than twenty years. I spent many many nights in India. Um, I probably lived there two years, you know, oh, as far wow. as spending, you know, one year permanently and one year traveling for sure. Um, wow, I mean, they got some wild. I mean, the the religion there is just wild, right? I mean, uh, it's anything can be a god. Um, in the Hindu, you can really worship anything uh there's no real limits to that and just the the under the sense of peace you know and yeah. they are tied to the universe a lot of their god stuff is gods gods right. doing god stuff up in the universe right right, <laughs> so right there's not a lot of like it happens down here in a weird way but up there it's all the stories are all up there yeah and and, and um not about the humanity side as much for me, sure. at least my takeaway. I mean, I probably mangled a lot of my interpretations, but no, great I, get it. I get it. I mean, I, it's very interesting. Like I, I would, I would probably, it, it would be interesting to experience that because I'm very, you know, I'm Christian and it, to yeah. experience those different um, religions in their countries would definitely be eye opening. I think. Yeah. It's eye opening. Yeah. And, and it opens up that, understanding that compassion the fact that mm. you know being centric to your country your culture and realizing there's other cultures and other people have a different version of god and yeah. you know uh and opening your eyes to the fact that uh 
you know, we're all humans. We all have the God. Yeah, right. Exactly. Wow. Love it. On that note, where can people find you, connect with you, learn more and listen to The Jar? Yeah, sure. We're we're on Apple, we're on Spotify and all that great stuff. The best place to find us and interact, you know, and it's it's a great landing spot is the jar.live. So just okay. www.thejar.live, L I V E. And that's a great place. We got I one of the funnest places to go in there is if you can get to the YouTube channel. Okay. And find one of our traveling shows. We did about 8 cities where we did a little Netflix 12 okay. minute 12 minute series, really cute, really fun. And then that'll give you an idea of the flavor of the show. Very cool. You guys, I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So go connect with Ken at the jar.live, right? Yep. The jar.live. And uh, follow his show. Go check out his book. Those And just connect with him all overall and pick one of the questions out of the jar. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> on that note, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for less words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? Yeah, I think it's we we talked. I think we touched on it earlier, and it's. Um, I mean, I'm just going to steal a lot of my guest stuff, yeah. you know. Which is, um, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you're at, you're not alone. Um, and whatever, if you're going through something, and good and bad, yeah, this will pass. This sure. too shall pass, and you know that goes on both sides, Deanna. Yeah, the good times will pass, and so you know, drink those times in. Enjoy those times, take those, you know, enjoy those memories and uh, embrace them. And the hard times will pass. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to get through this. And the last one is you're good enough. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. You know, we are, you're good. You're good enough. Just like you are, you're good enough. Um, and, you know, take pride in the fact of who you are and you're there and you just get up, man, and go make somebody's day. Give some grace, give yourself a little grace and give another human some grace today. And you'll just find you, you're just going to be a lot happier. Yeah. It's going to make you put a smile on your face and somebody else's face. That's Go have right. a great day somewhere. Yes. On that note, Ken, thank you so much for being a guest. I'm thank excited you, Deanna. to see like where your, your travels take you and those hair, those conversations. So this was, this was a lot of fun Good getting to know you and what you're doing. Thanks, everybody. All right, you guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamics.